Hey, what's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play on this episode of the Jock and Nerd podcast. We're subbing in a fresh jock. Bro, do you even podcast? That's right. Jock and Nerd fan club member, writer, history buff, and an actual jock that plays a sport. Jimmy McPike fills in for Anthony as we talk more Wonder Woman. Reveal who Zendaya is playing in Spider-Man Homecoming. Take a look at the new poster and trailer for the Black Panther movie. That trailer got released as we were recording, so it's at the end of the show. And then we review the two-hour Gotham season finale. And I went to a concert. Wowie zowie! Plus, lots of great listener comments, including the most amazing YouTube comment we have ever received and a whole bunch more in this edition of the jock and nerd weekly for friday june 9th 2017 check check one all right this is really fans out there let's give it up That's right. We're back. Thanks for joining us, listener. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd podcast. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Jimmy. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. And he's the Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? What's up, dudes? How's it going? Uh, if you are a regular listener, you may have noticed something different. We switched out our Jocks. You know, you gotta, oh, you gotta rotate. Is he fired? No, he's not fired. He's actually, I have no idea what Anthony's yeah. doing. He just told me he couldn't be here. So look, we rotated our jock stock for freshness. We changed our jock strap. Jimmy McPike, thanks for coming in and filling so, in for the jock. How do we know that he's a real jock, though? Here's the thing. We know this because we talked to Jimmy on episode 93. You did? Yes. And Jimmy is an actual jock. More, look, give your jock credentials because I think you can out-jock Anthony. Uh, yeah, I am a wrestler at UW Parkside. There you go. I uh, I am a reservist in the Marine Corps. Holy shit! See, yeah, it's so. What happened was I got to high school and I took the jock class. Yeah, and then as you know, my sophomore year, I decided I wanted a multi class, so I got uh, nerd too. And then after high school, I took the prestige class and uh, joined the Marine Corps. Oh, my God, so dude. So he that happened. Holy crap, Anthony, you should be ashamed of yourself. You are jock in name only. Oh, shit. Uh, all Anthony does is he likes to dance while people play CDs and flash lasers in his eyes. But he Oops. does get laid. So, well, it, it, jock it, is annoyingly so. So, yes, it's, yes, yeah. he, he has that. He has that one criteria, Anthony, but. Man, we're good to we're good to have a fresh jock. We we benched him for this episode. Yeah, it's they uh, they had to go to the bench. Uh, I had to teach uh, Imran what that meant before I, I the show know. started. I thought, yeah, I, so I, it's. I was like, do I do I put put on a bench? Do I go under the bench? Do I stand yes. on the bench? What do I do? Yeah, it's, it's very confusing for the nerd listeners. That's uh, in sports. There's a bench where you know players who are resting sit. And occasionally, you know, when you switch out your players, I think you people go. know what. But I get confused because sometimes they're just folding chairs. <laughs> sometimes they are just folded. That is, it's sometimes fucked up. It. Sometimes, you're, like, you're on the folding chair. That's not a bench. And sometimes those motherfuckers sit on a bench and get paid millions of dollars and yep. pretty much sit on the bench that the whole was, time. That uh, was Derek Rose. How can? Oh shit! Oh, how shit. can I get that job? Look, if you're a first time listener, 
Thanks for checking us out. It's uh, This is our weekly Geek Fest where we sit down and we talk about comic book and superhero related items. The movies, the TV shows, when they collides in pop culture. This show, here's what we got. We're going to do a, a new segment. We're going to continue talking about Wonder Woman because I'm sure you, yeah, if you haven't listened to the 5,000 Wonder Woman review podcasts already, you haven't had enough. But I haven't got Rugboy's thoughts on Wonder Woman and I don't know Jimmy's thoughts on Wonder Woman. And I'm dying to know. We will discuss the Gotham finale. Last night, I saw the band Tool in concert. I will give you my quick thoughts on that. And we have lots of awesome feedback that will be sprinkled throughout the show. All right? Cool. So, yeah. Let's do this. And and if you are a new listener, real quick, I haven't done this in a while. I just need to highlight a couple of our last shows. Check out our last show, 170, where we reviewed Wonder Woman with Kate and Patrick from See Here's a Thing podcast. Adorable couple. Adorable podcast. It's a full spoiler review. The episode before, me and Ruggs. Uh, went over this past season's comic book TV. Uh, we reviewed Gotham, Supergirl, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow and talked about a whole bunch of other shit. That was a lot of fun. The episode before that, 169, a- Anthony and I did our Alien Covenant review. And we also talked about, we went to WWE Backlash pay-per-view. Yep. We yeah, ended, I, I remember right? that, one, that was, yeah. I think I'm surprised I haven't gotten any hate mail for that yet. Give and, it time. And, and then, give it time, yes, it has to circulate. And then the episode before that, 167, was with our guest, Carrie Sims from Trivia Geeks over at Blazing Caribou. So check out all those fun shows. If this is your first show, there's hours of geek content. And like I said, we have a lot of feedback to get through. And I'm gonna we're going to start this before we get to the news. We are starting with possibly one of the greatest comments we have ever gotten. This was the best thing to happen to me uh, and the show in a long time. And me, too. And I'm, referring I'm looking to me. at it right now. Yes. It's amazing. It's amazing. So is, It is glorious. Here's the deal, listener. On episode 169, like I just mentioned, we reviewed uh, Gotham. This season's Gotham. And uh, if you've listened to the show, you know what we think about Gotham. And we gave our honest review. Uh, and uh, the the uh, YouTube user named Bogdan962 uh, wrote in very thoughtful, compelling points to, you know, it almost turned me on the show. Almost. Yes. It's right? close. I'm, yeah. I'm, it's, it's a very well articulated, very good argument. Right, Rugs, And you and I, you know, we, we, it's, it's aimed at us because we talked about Gotham. So I'm just going to – this might turn you on the show, listener. I'm just going to read this com- comment. Uh, first of all, this entire thing is in capital letters. It's, yes. And second of all – All of it. Uh, 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 swearing alert. There's a lot of swearing. Okay, so just imagine I'm reading this. This whole thing is in capital letters in response to episode 169 on YouTube. Do you have any dramatic music you can play behind I, I will you? Cut in, like, I will cut in some, some music that's appropriate. What would, yeah, what, would be, what would be appropriate? Like a like the duel of the fates. I don't know. Something like that's really like ominous. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, like something that's really poignant. Okay, listener, you're going to hear that now. And here's the comment from Bogdan962 or 96. Oh, sorry. Bogdan96. Here's what he says. Fucking people who are too retard to know how to watch the show. Gotham is a masterpiece. Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, and Agents of Shit are a piece of crap. Gotham is the best show. You people are some retards who are watching just some boring shit. Get the fuck out with your stupid review. You are dumb as fuck idiots. You are a pile of trash with your fucking stupid shows. Gotham is the best. They are not scared like the fucking other shows. You people are retarded and go and fuck yourself with the comic books in the ass, you stupid people. Go and fuck with Flash and Arrow. 
I fucking hate you idiots. People who are the most dumb and stupid people, I will kill you too if I will have the chance for the fucking shits you throw at the show. I hope you two die watching Flash and Arrow making out. You are too stupid to understand the show and the plans. Oh, I would shit. like to make a comment. Rugboy comment? Yes. There's uh, many things to comment, first of first all. First of all, yes. death threats, okay? Yes. And okay, n- yes. Number one. Uh, here's number- the thing about the death threats. Not our first death threat, listener. No. No, the, our second official death threat. I think my first You're death You're moving threat. up in the world. We are moving up. I think we've uh, officially made it. Yeah, we. this is the second one via YouTube. I think that means we've made it. Okay, right, go wait, on. Wait, uh, quick wait. Yes. Does that death threat apply to me now? Sense. No. No, no. Okay. It's, it's, so it's because you love Gotham. I, I don't even watch Gotham. He doesn't watch this. Well, then you don't like you don't hate it either. Yeah, so you're neutral. <laughs> you're safe, Jamie. You don't have to look yeah, over your safe. shoulder walking home. You're Us- safe from I bombing. I was, I was worried. Yes. Uh, more comment. More observations, Rugs. You didn't point out the amount and the variation of exclamation points. Oh, lots of exclamation points. So some lines got only one. Yes. And some got three. Yeah. And some got more than three. I will put a link to the actual comment in the show notes yes. at jockandnerd.com slash 170. So you can see, and, you know, imagine things like the word two, meaning also, but written with one O. I don't know. That's just, he and likes to do sometimes that. sometimes the word, the word two is just the number two. <laughs> oh, that's correct. Sometimes it's the number two. So not a first death threat. Second of all, if you listen to that show, we didn't even really trash the show. We actually complimented. We're like, look, it's a fun fucking guilty pleasure. It's not backhanded, whatever. Why are you trying to defend your opinion, dude? I'm not. I'm just saying. He's obviously like three years old. I don't know. He's probably like, I don't know. This guy, this kid's got to be in elementary school. So, look, if, if we go by the, the, the name variations of like you put your last name in the year you were born, Bogdan 96. You're that telling me would... this guy is 21 years old writing this fucking thing? Yeah, he is 26. Speaking 20... for the millennials. <laughs> yes. There are a lot of stupid ones, so unfortunately, he could be 21. <laughs> I think that's even worse. Oh, Dude, crap. Bogdan, if you're 21, we got problems. We got, we got to do something about this. Evidence of the failure of the American educational system. Oh, we need to collect money. We, we need, need to have a telethon. We need to help Bogdan 96. Like, if you're going to write, if you're going to threaten someone's life on the internet, yes. like you get your punctuation down, you... Don't go overboard. It's come on. You know, this the, is, it's not amateur hour. Yeah, this is like a rookie. This is a real rookie mistake. That's like, a rookie death to, threat. If you're going to try and dismantle and comment on something, you have to at least sound more intelligent than a puppet that's full of <laughs> fucking cotton. Oh, shit. Ah, those, that's a very good point. We had some great comments and we posted to the face. I had to share this right away. First of all, this guy wrote this like the morning the show came out, like within hours. Like he just couldn't wait. Uh, the best line we got on a Jock and Nerd page was from uh, our buddy John Goals, who wrote, I bet you this guy beats off with his own tears. And I was like, very oh, good. Shit. Very good. That's the best comment. Wow. He really likes Gotham, though, huh? What do you think? Yeah, it's. Hey, man, someone's got to like it. I, this is really bugging me. I have to point this out. Uh, yes. He did not use a Princeton comma in the uh, second sentence. Oh, I'm here's sorry. the other it thing be... you, don't, you don't know about Jimmy is he is a writer. So yes. he's going to he's going to comment the fuck of your grammar, Bogdan. I am a writer. Oh, Always Princeton use the Princeton comma? comma. What's the Princeton comma? Where it's because it'll be people will be giving a list. So yes. It's nouns, nouns, nouns and last noun. Yes. Princeton comma is because most people now, because they're 
bad. They just do comma, comma, then the one right before and they don't put a comma. Okay. You put a comma there. See, this is a good question because I do this all the time and I was not sure. No comma or comma before the and if I'm listing a bunch of things and I'm finishing my list. A comma before the and. That is... Grammatically correct. I think they're both grammatically correct, oh. but you always use the... the it's just better, all right? Okay, okay. Better. So comma before the end. That's Dude, I just learned something. I'm it's goddamn Princeton, damn it. It's goddamn Princeton is writing the rules. Yes. That's great. Look, we're learning grammar along the way, listener, yeah. with this stupid fucking Bogdan. Look, we'll talk about Gotham. It may enrage him more to actually send us another death threat. But I think when you've gotten two death threats on YouTube, I think we've made it. You've made it. Rugs, we've made it. I feel good. I feel good. Let's get to the news. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Oh, that was the best. When I read that, I was like, I love getting these. Like, if I, we could elicit that reaction of just some random... Like, here's the best part. He listened to the show. <laughs> like, this fucking idiot listened to us. He could have just turned it off when on his way. But instead he did this. Look, if you want to get in touch with us, listener, you can do the same. You can comment on our YouTube. Just visit jockandnerd.com slash contact. It has all the means of getting in touch with us our twitter facebook speak pipe email our facebook group are you you're part of the group jimmy uh i'm i'm on the fan page yeah i think yeah i think i, I think page. uh we added you jimmy's also a patron jimmy's just a great fucking guy dude he listens he comes on the show and contributes he's giving us fucking money every month god bless you sir you're welcome and thank you for the service you're doing for our country and being yeah. an actual jock that plays sports Yay! <laughs> so on our Facebook group page, uh, I just want to uh, mention, share one comment from Jordan Radford. I love this comment. She wrote, I just saw Wonder Woman, and it made me want to learn how to fight with a sword and beat up men. Like, I am so empowered right now. So fucking good. I love that. All right. I, I, I love I think it. that's what uh, Patty Jenkins was going for. I think she, and I think she nailed it. Before we get your guys' thoughts on the movie, let's take a look at the box office, because... Uh, it did very good opening weekend. When we reviewed the show, it was early. We didn't have opening weekend numbers. Uh, here is the breakdown. Made for $149 million. Uh, opening weekend, it made $103 million. Geek boner. Whoa. Far surpassing. People thought it was going to do 80, 90. It was low at first. $103 million. So, so far in seven days of release, it's made $147 million domestic. 125 foreign worldwide sitting at 272 million and it's probably going to cross 3 million by the time this show posts easily worldwide which makes this uh it means Patty Jenkins now holds the record for the biggest US opening by a female director beating the previous 85.2 million total set by 50 shades of gray's good Sam Taylor Johnson Fucking that movie good. right that movie brought all the women out this movie brought all the women out but for completely different reasons I uh, listeners, for those of you who don't know my thoughts on the matter, I would just like to go on record right now. Fifty Shades of Grey yes. is fucking terrible. Lame. Gotcha. I don't it think it was written by the guy who commented on us. I think like, it was written kind of the same was, level oh, of intelligence. Geez. It was written by Bogdan ninety six, probably yeah. screenplay. Oh, oh boy. So interesting thing about this one hundred three point one million. It is the smallest DCEU opening weekend so far. However, Wonder Woman also had the smallest budget of all the DCEU movies. Uh, it was a thrifty production. There's no deleted scenes, and they only reshot one scene. So nice and tight. Everything, pretty much everything she shot is in the movie. She used everything. 
All right, good. Right? That's like, pretty good. You know, that's good news. how movies yeah. are made. Yes. So uh, there's an article from Screen Rant saying Wonder Woman may end up outgrossing Man of Steel. So this the opening weekend multiplier is the highest of any DCU movie at 2.7. Do you guys know what a multiplier is? It's like nope. a thing that you do in math. Yeah, you use your calculators for that. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's, they explain it here. The multiplier is uh, it's used to measure the legginess of a movie, how heavily its box office is weighted towards its first initial debut, and how quickly audience numbers drop off. All right. right. So a movie's overall multiplier is the total box office divided by the opening weekend box office. For example, Batman versus Superman, huge debut, steep drop off, multiplier 1.95. So that is not a good multiplier. No. So uh, Forbes has said if Wonder Woman were to follow the same pattern as BVS, it would end up with a worldwide total around 465. But we've already seen that this they're calling 2.7 multiplier. Best case scenario, this thing makes somewhere between $640, $680 million, which means it, it uh, on the higher end, it will have outgrossed Man of Steel's uh, $668 million worldwide. If it's right. number one the, again this weekend, it could do. It will be because I... the mummy is getting trashed. Oh, yeah. That, and we'll, we'll talk that about that. That's a bad idea. Yeah, we'll talk about that because that's really interesting. So, Ruggs, I heard your thoughts on the Patreon, uh, but... I want to get you and Jimmy's quick reviews. I'm going to let Jimmy go first. Okay. Yes. Okay. So let's do this first. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Jimmy McPike walking out of the movie. What was going through your head? I thought that the character stuff was great. It was, you know, some of the best stuff Marvel does. It's right up there with it. The story was serviceable mm-hmm. at best. Okay. And it, where in its best, it was serviceable. Like, um, it didn't, Ari, you know, Ari's plan didn't make a lot of sense to me. It was sure. just the whole thing. I was like, yeah, this doesn't. And then I saw in the opening, oh, Zack Snyder. And I was like, ah, Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder did. So. Story by Zack Snyder. Uh, he was yeah. also in the movie as a soldier oh. in the background in one of the, oh, the that's scenes. That's fun. Yeah, that's kind of fun. It's, I don't think he's quite on Stanley's level, but no, that's fun. it's a cameo, that's but he, well, he's starting early. He's not, you know. yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Um, but yeah, no, like the trenches scene when she storms the machine gun where it's, you know, she finally like rips the, the thing no man's land the, scene. you know, yeah. you see the costume and all yep, that. And you're yep. like, you know, and then it goes into good use of slow motion where she's blocking the bullets and everything. It's that, that when it was doing that, it was incredible. Badass. When it was doing the plot stuff and eh, a little so talky talky expositiony, it was it, it's very very good overall. I would put it a little bit ahead of the first Iron Man. Okay, but it was uneven. Okay, that's no, those are good thoughts. And actually, I'm gonna get I want to get your view on the uh, some of the historical aspects because you are a history buff. You have a lot of insight yeah, into right. World War One. Rugs, yeah, give us your uh, review. Well. I want to take about the cultural context of this movie, okay? okay. So, obviously, um, it's getting a lot of good, uh, it's getting a lot of good vibes from people. Good people PR. are, like, loving this movie. Yeah. They're giving it love. It's a big deal for a lot of people because it's been hyped as a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the first superhero, superheroine movie. No, it's not. Elektra was, and Supergirl was, but it's the it's first, first high-profile. It's the first profile. woman 
directed action yes. movie with a female. No, yeah. that was Aeon Flux. <laughs> um, so, like, all of these things. So, it's the first superhero that's high-profile directed by, like, a DC, like, Marvel big character since Supergirl back in the 1980s uh, to be directed by a woman. So, that's, like, what in the, everybody's celebrating. Yeah. Um, so, there's a lot of hype behind this movie. Um, I, did I like the movie? Yes, I liked it a lot. I thought it rang to me just like that first Captain America movie. Yeah. Except at the end of the Captain America movie, I felt like underwhelmed by the action, but I loved the story. I loved the characters. I loved everything about that movie yep. except for the action scene. Yep. With Wonder Woman, I liked the action, uh, even though there's a CG was a little bit sketchy in, in parts. Yeah. Much better than the Captain America movie. And it felt a lot like the Captain America, but there was a big kind of um, gaping hole in the second act where it started to drag a little bit. And then I lost interest in the plot of the story and I just wanted to see it wrapped up yeah. after yeah. she she did the big reveal on No Man's Land. Yeah, There were some great action pieces, but there could have been a better story there. There could have been a better... I didn't like that um, Ares was the guy from Harry Potter. Yeah, but that's Lupin. Uh, I never. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know the Harry Potter. Yeah, uh, the one he was be... in was like the last good one. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, it would have been cool if he could just change appearance. It, it wasn't locked into that one guy. The walrus mustache really fucking bothered me. I was yeah. like, really? needed David Hasselhoff. They, well, yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> like in Guardians, I just don't understand why it. I figure that Ares could be anybody he wants to yeah, be. Yeah, why you know? is this, the, this dumb-looking so British the, guy with this mustache? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, so at the end, he should have transformed into a different person and not kept the same face. I mean, even when they showed him falling from you know, being beaten by Zeus, it was the same guy. Oh, it was the same yeah, guy. Yeah, it was oh, the same. Uh, I yeah, it was different with, 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 like, He had muscles, like CG muscles. Well, that was my thing. Was, is like, I'm picturing this, this old British dude with a jacked body now because that's kind of what you're selling us. But I kind of agree. That was like a little odd. But and yeah, I think you know the the performances and the action say are save kind of the story, and it is muddy towards the end. It kind of yeah. stumbles to it. Yeah. I mean, so I think that Gal Gadot and Chris Pine and their their chemistry saves the movie. Absolutely. Um, Themyscira saves gorgeous, the movie. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, some of the action pieces and the music and how it all coalesces saves the movie. But if you're looking at it from a script perspective and um, like bad, the bad guys are just really. Like weaker than any and in a lot of movies. Look, yeah, um, yeah. So it it does have its weaknesses, but it does have enough charm. Like if you look at the first Superman movie, yeah, it falls right off the rails as soon as Lex Luthor comes on. Even though Gene Hackman's a great character, yeah, it becomes like a doofy movie. Yeah, it gets goofy, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's like almost like the first Superman, where like yes. you have all of this charm, this great actor that embodies the character yep. that has that is exuding all of this charisma. And you just love this. You want to cheer for this character. And even though the the movie kind of stinks after like the first, you know, Chris Reeve just makes you smile, man. Yes. You can't not like and, it. Yes. Yeah, so basically, it's the same kind of feel. That's why people yeah. were comparing it to Absolutely. Superman, Absolutely. but they don't know why. Yes. But that's why yes. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's like Superman meets uh, Captain America with a little bit of Man and Steel, dark and gritty. Uh, look, the mascara looked great because for the first time in a DCU movie, this is in fucking daylight. There's some yeah. colors. You know, and it's the really sun out. The sun but is then, out. Yep. But then it goes Zack Snyder for the whole last part of the yes, movie. Yes, especially the the end scene is total like it was a lot like BBS. So much so, slow motion. So I do think that a there's little. a little bit of and, and you have to like look at the movie after it's been out. Yeah, and after this other context because I think that 
I, we live in a world of hype now with our phones. You really do. We're constantly being hyped about stuff, and then we're, we're manipulated, and people think that they're not, but they completely are. This movie is a good movie. Is it an A? I don't think. I think it's somewhere like a maybe in the B, B-plus area. I think you said on Twitter, and I agreed, uh, best DC Warner Brothers movie since The Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah but oh, that's absolutely. not... That's pretty much a, a layup. But that's yeah. not saying much given no. what we've yes. been given. So, and I, very low hurdle to clear. Yeah, I mean, it was a low look, bar. It was good. Yeah. It was good. It was not bad. It, by, it was, it was, it was good. It was the best thing that DC's put out yes. in a long fucking time. Yes. And it's a step in the right direction. It's a huge step yep. in the right direction. And it felt, it felt like a Marvel movie. Yes. A weak Marvel movie, but it felt like a Marvel movie. And beats action wise a lot of other movies it has better action like better yeah. fight yep. sequences even though a lot of it is cg yeah mm-hmm. but surprising from patty jenkins who's never yeah. directed uh, like yeah. a fight scene or she a big, did a great yeah. job there's yeah. no she did a great job with what she had and gal gadot and chris pine really elevated that whole thing yeah it's before i saw this i wasn't really sold on gal gadot yeah. as because no. it's i'm of the mind where it's she should they should have like find a bodybuilder or something. A little bit toned. But she killed it. She nails it. Like she killed it. And you just well, you know, you, she's a god. She doesn't need the muscles. Yeah, right. I'm surprised they didn't like uh, CG her eyes blue. Like that would have been an easy thing to do. It's a, it's a, this is a very international looking Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, not it like American Wonder Woman. So, like you said, it's MCU good, but it's also MCU bad in terms of yeah. the villain. Like when you focus on the hero. Your villain is going to suffer. It's really hard yeah. to balance the both. You don't want one to overshadow the I, other. I didn't listen to your review, so I don't know how you guys were gushing over it or not. I didn't. I didn't hear okay. it. Okay. Okay. Well, I just we haven't had time yet. We yeah, we were gushing, but we did nitpick the shit out of it yeah. too. We kind of said the same things uh, you guys were saying, and I think the reason uh, it hits harder than the Captain America in terms of the action is. Like the World War Two and Captain America is a little, it's a little fun. Yeah. It's a little bright and colorful, kind of a backdrop. This is some gritty. Yeah. dark world war one shit right here and it Where just makes it more impactful yeah from a historical perspective people remember world war ii as this noble crusade right to you know i mean it was there were fucking nazis it was a battle against it's easy good versus evil you had captain america punching them out yeah. on the first issue now the motivations and the sides in world war one way more muddy and complicated and it's even just like because of the particular clusterfuck that was you know the new technology with artillery some technological yes. shortcomings yes. where they couldn't coordinate where it there wasn't great communications early no uh, and it's like and tactics hadn't caught up because right. they hadn't fought this a war. was a new war for yeah. the, at the time so you know where it's like it wound up with literally hell on like hardcore history that yes. you turned Dan Carlin's hardcore history. He does a blueprint did, for Armageddon. Yep, it's amazing. It six parts where he's like describing him like that sounds like fucking hell. That that series is like twenty four hours long, but it's so oh good. Yeah. So Jimmy on Twitter goes by the name Bard Brahan. 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 I can never say it's that. A, right. it, yeah, Brayan. it's some Irish. The pronunciation's really hard. But you had tweeted something really interesting I wanna I wanna get into a little <laughs> bit about General Ludendorff's character in the movie played by uh David Houston. Uh yep. and I we knew that he was uh, listening to Harker Histories, how I was like, wait, that that's a real dude. Yeah. Ludendorff was a real general. Yeah. He but was, was he like with the way no, they showed him? He that was one of my problems where they made him out to be this monster that he like maybe that was part of it to sell him as you know trying to sell the twist that was really easy that oh he's 
totally Aries, but one dimensional. They made him very one dimensional. Yeah, but it's he wasn't. What was Ludendorff actually like? Like for starters, he wouldn't execute his soldier on the spot just for being like, man, we're tired. We haven't slept like he might have like slapped him and like, hey, find your manliness and your vigor and. But he wasn't like maniacally evil for no reason. Like this was a general who's amazing at strategy. Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't bomb like he didn't gas civilians. Right, right. He didn't. He didn't. It's just. Although this Ludendorff was sniffing that blue shit, which they never explained. So maybe that changed his fucking mind. But yeah, that was a weird thing. They should have been giving that out to all the soldiers. Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you give all these fuckers the blue? One old guy, you're going to give him that? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Like get like us. Get a fucking team together and fucking do some, wreck some shit. Fun side fact. Yeah. Uh, meth. The Nazis invented that during World Crystal War II. Crystal meth? Blue? I don't, yeah, I mean, meth. It's, wow. Uh, or amphetamines or, I'm not a chemist, so I couldn't tell you about it. It wasn't but, Heisenberg from Breaking Bad? He didn't invent no. meth? The fucking no, he Nazis? just perfected. He had a German yeah. name? He, yeah, yeah, that's like, so the Nazis invested, invented meth? Yeah, because, wow. I mean, you think about it, you can go for like three days and you don't have to eat yeah. or sleep yeah. and all your teeth fall out so you don't have to brush them. Yeah, you're just jacked up and want to shoot people. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that, that's interesting. And I, uh, I, you know, that's the this is the villain problem. They yeah, made him one dimensional to serve the story. But Ludendorff was... Uh, he was a real guy. He was a real guy. Who did, you know, he lived a real life and it's yeah. a little disrespectful to paint him you know i mean this is going to be I, why how people just, remember yeah. him for decades to come and he just wasn't that guy i was wondering why they didn't just make up someone why did they have to use a real dude in that role for i mean they didn't get historical accuracy right very well either. any other world war one inaccuracies you noticed this is kind of being nitpicky because and that's great we love nitpicky, but it's by the movie seems like it was taking place October, November, 1918. 18, okay. At that point, it wasn't a contest anymore. It was the Americans had arrived in force. The Germans last big offensive that they launched in the spring had been smashed. The, you know, the Western allies were just coming in. It was and winding down. Them. It was like, it was game over. That's why they called the armistice. When okay, they did. It, it was, was done. Yeah, it wasn't like it's he, he, even like trench warfare yeah. wasn't nearly as prevalent because there was so much movement where they didn't have time to dig in. Oh, anymore. towards the end. OK. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't like this. Uh, and I get why they did that because yeah. it was dramatic as fuck. Yeah. Because it was like, yeah, we need to go and sit. But I mean, like the war is basically over at this point. Mm. It's now just like the U.S. trying to push in so that they can get a better spot negotiating and. You know, Britain's trying to save face and France is trying to be like, yeah, we're still the strongest land power in Europe and all that. What was funny listening to the hardcore history, I'm listening to the hours and hours. And man, the fucking Americans don't show up until the very, very end, like the almost like the last day. Yeah, they're like yep. we're staying out of this shit. Yeah, they t- yeah. and and we but were they I, sell, we were selling everybody shit. But we were oh yeah, of course they were selling weapons. But the people generally and the government they were isolationists. They were like, this isn't our thing. Yeah. You got and then the very end they're like, all right, let's show up. And at that time they didn't really even need the Americans that much, did they? They did a little bit because okay. it wasn't. Uh, you know, you had to remember they'd been fighting a war of attrition nonstop for four years. Mm. They were, you know, they were scraping the bottom of the barrel just slightly less than Germany. And that's how they were, you know, that's how they were winning, but it's a morale thing too. 
that you have these guys coming in and, and like riding in to save everyone. Fresh faces, fresh legs. And it was, and it, even at that point, it was everyone, because after the Spanish-American War, everyone was like, hey, we need to, there's the, the Americans are hardcore now. I don't, yeah. n- when I wasn't paying attention, were you guys, yeah. when did that happen? Yeah, somebody formed an army. <laughs> yeah, and then, so it's, they're like, um, are they a great power now? What's the deal? And then. You know, it's, that was our kind of coming out, but you know, again, and we had everyone's. Gold. Well, but we'll always sell you the weapons and the tanks. No worries. That's Which right. We're that's always open we for business. Every, that's how we got the world's gold supply. Wow, yep. that is a whole other podcast. That's fascinating. Yep. Uh, so, no, I mean, I love the setting of the movie. I think it was yep. good because in the comics, it is World War II, but we don't. We already saw that in Captain America. Yeah, this yeah. really shows humanity at their worst she gets it yep. it's great character moments for her becoming wonder woman which yeah and then that's why i was so disappointed that they rushed the her whole thing where she goes from oh people are good we just need to get area and then it's, it's a like, little quick oh, it was, yeah yeah, yeah. It yeah. They rushed well it. like to wrap this up like i i did like the movie yeah i said it was like a b you know, a b plus b minus depending on what day that i see this movie if i see it a second time yeah. i want to see it another time i do too and uh, that'll help me make up my mind about it. Yeah. I wasn't disappointed when I came out. I was actually feeling really good yes. and really positive yes. when I came out of this movie. This is what happened. When I started sitting down and watching this movie, and they were on Themyscira, and young Diana comes out, and then they pan over, and, the, and you see all the Amazons, and they're training, and they look like they're badass, and all this stuff. I actually got the feels. Yes. I was like, this is the comic book come to life. Yep. This, is the, this is the Diana that we've been waiting for. And then they show her training and then how the, the two sisters didn't know what to do and 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 what she was being trained in secret and all this stuff. I'm like, this is great. This is good yeah. stuff. This is perfect. Yeah. So uh and then they did the the clay thing where they she she was telling her she was made out of clay. Yeah, there was a nice combination yep. of and then the there's, two origins. There was that like visual, like uh, you know, like that visual yep. book that, that was anime, moving. Yeah, that was great. I love that too. And I, all those things were working yep. for me. Yep. And then when she came out in No Man's Land and did that action sequence and that whole thing, that whole scene. Yeah. One after thing that, that I do that was I didn't wasn't really with was they didn't do the tournament on Themyscira to decide. Yeah, where she fights. Uh, what's her face? That's, Artemis. Yeah, I was I was really looking black, forward to the big that. black broad. Is Artemis. That would have been cool. But well, yeah. uh, so in our review, let me ask you guys if you noticed this. Uh, Patrick from See Here's the Thing. He said that he thought he noticed. In in an interior shot over the shoulder on the wall in the corner, a picture of Hitler in one of the seats. Did anybody catch this? No, no. I don't know what he. Said. I usually I usually miss because that like would have been a though. huge continuity error. Obviously, yeah. yep. Unless it was like Hitler's older cousin that was like you know he's the chef there or it's like the the employee of the week at no. the thing. It's no. he was <laughs> at that time he would have been in uh, back in a field hospital from a gas attack. Uh, yeah, he was, and he was young. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's very young. He, he was in, enlisted in the German army. Yes. Yeah. He was, I think he finished as. Did he lie to get in? He lied he, about his age. What it, what the deal was is he, um, he was Austrian. Yeah. And then he joined, uh, like the Royal Bavarian army, which was part of the greater German army. And, you know, the afterwards, the German you know, in like the fifties are like, yeah, we don't really know how he got there. That was weird, but <laughs> you know, it's cause they were either. taking anyone with a pulse. At that yeah. Point. Damn. Jimmy yeah, knows was, his history, man. I love yeah, this. And then could... He, he actually won the iron cross. Oh snap. No, it's he, um, yeah, it's cause he was a runner for command 
And so he brave. I think it was like some major artillery shelling to get a vital message. And oh wow, and it got yeah, him. He was where it's uh, one of my history professors. He made the comment where it's you know you have to remember these people as they were, so you can be like, yeah, he did this really really brave thing, and then he turned into a monster. Where it's <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Last thing about Wonder Woman. Let's talk about. Have you seen this hashtag uh, WW got your back on Twitter yet? I have not seen that yet. What's that? This is if you search hashtag WW got your back, uh, you will find a series of photos of women posting them wearing a dress and hiding a sword in the back and pulling it out. Oh, shit. To show that this thing would not go between my ass cheeks and it's possible. Because on the review, I was like, how did nobody notice the fucking hilt of the sword and where's the rest of the sword in that dress? But right. this hashtag is pretty, it's pretty fun. Look, yeah. so we said like, this is the movie where women are going to get involved in, in the geek conversation. More, they have, and more, and this right. is, and this is what's happening. Where have I they been? This. There's been so many movies with I know. women lead. I know. Why now? It's because it's because of the it's internet and the hype. Wonder I'm Wonder telling you. Yeah. But it's Wonder Woman. It's this As, is the most mainstream, iconic, yeah, high-profile like, female superhero. But, but Aaron, like, let's say, like, would if you were waiting for a Pakistani superhero, I got one. Are you gonna take? Are you gonna take Miss Marvel? You're gonna wait for it to be Superman. Like, you're gonna take whatever they give you, uh, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm taking Miss Marvel. So she's just been. Yeah, there's there's a millions of superhero women and no and they all turn their nose up at. Yeah, so it's, it's, I, I will point out for the Catwoman one. Yeah, they were like the villainous was like a makeup company thing, and like I'm a dude, and I was like this shit. This is if, so no, but Catwoman is an indefensible, terrible movie. I think we have to what the aside fuck from the that outfit. One. I mean, the outfit. She looks smoking hot in that outfit, though. That's. True. Right, that was. The but best. you, you didn't look. You had Electra, Catwoman. These are all kind of like anti-hero villains. You have nobody that little girls since they've been growing up know, like us with Spider-Man, Batman, Superman. You mean like a positive role model? Yes. We have Wonder Woman. Like before this, I'm glad that she replaced Harley Quinn as like the role model for yes. females because that's not a good role model. Okay, I can get to. along with that. Right? I can get along with that. But okay, if that's... you're right. There is tons. There's Aeon Flux. There's Ghost of the Shell. There's every fucking movie Scarlett Johansson does. But this yep. is Wonder Woman. It's a little yeah. bit different. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about a wholesome for little kids to get into, but even this is not a movie for little kids to watch. It's not, not really. But I mean, you know, uh, yeah. when I'm you- just trying to check people and say, listen, yeah. uh, where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> where have you been? Yeah, where the Buffy fuck have the you Vampire been? Vampire Slayer was uh, in the 90s. Uh, yeah. I mean, Buffy, we talk about Xena. I mean, we're talking. I mean, there were Xena fans. Yep. But not enough to keep the show on. I mean, yeah. the, I mean, the show was on for a I love Xena. I would, and I watch all of yeah. these things. I enjoyed the Xena. I enjoyed the Buffy. There's nothing wrong when you get a guy who can write yeah. that voice, you know, right. Yeah. The the important thing for me that I take away from this is there are women who you can talk to about comic books now, and they're like, "Yeah, totally." I it's fucking love one more. Yeah. Like those guys who they're like, "This is just for boys. You're fake geek girl." I'm like, mm-hmm. bro. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Ma'am. You want them there. Absolutely. You want women. You, you want them. At, Absolutely. At the, you and, want women yeah. at Comic-Con. Yes. Relax. Yes. Could, well, you want them to be there if they like comics. Yeah. Hopefully this will get yeah. uh, some of them checking you out. You know, the that's the whole point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I had some other stuff about Wonder Woman, but whatever. Let's done. Let's move on to something else. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, let's, I want to talk to Marvel Studios and just tell them to please stop trying to spoil Spider-Man Homecoming for me. Oh, shit. Dude, yes. there was like a Disney XD special that had more fucking footage. I have not watched the trailer. I was afraid before Wonder Woman they were going to show that new trailer because I don't want to see it. No, they did show it. I, they did show it when I watched it because then yeah. I was like, 
if they show this trailer, what do I do? Do I what do I do? I just go la 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 la. I'm not listening and close my eyes. I repress that memory. Holy shit! So thankfully they didn't. So far, I've been. I want to go into this spoiler free now. Apparently Zendaya's role, which is one of the biggest nagging questions for me, since the whole is she is isn't she Mary Jane bullshit? Her role has been revealed. I haven't looked it up. Rugs, you, you took a look at it. Yes. Is it spoilery? What do you mean? Like, is it going to be someone that that is integral to Spider-Man that you've like, is it going to be Mary Jane? You know what? Fuck it. Do you want to know? Should we just find out? I I can tell you it's not going to be anything that's going to surprise you. Like, 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 oh, my God, they did that. It's just innocuous. Jimmy, what do you think? I passed up writing articles about Spider-Man because I'm trying. Oh, snap. Because I don't want it to like what happened with Batman yes. with BVS where yes. I'm like oh okay that's the movie I've seen this every is- scene from the movie okay that's fine but this uh, I think we should spoil this one little thing All right. Talking nerd. okay I gotta jump in here real quick post edit because yes I did make Rugboy spoil for us who's in Dias playing in Spider-Man Homecoming and he said it was innocuous but the more I thought about it I did a little further digging this is uh, it's probably a big plot spoiler, and uh, I didn't want to ruin the experience for you, listener. If you're trying to go spoiler-free into this movie, I don't want it to be from us. I already ruined it for ourselves like an idiot, but I'm a dummy, and uh, I deserve it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this bit and put it free on Patreon. Just visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. There'll be a link in the show notes if you want to hear it. If you haven't already spoiled it for yourself, looked it up on the internet. Uh, go check it out for free. Check out some of the other free clips. You know, I'm probably overreacting and it's probably not a big deal, but uh, I don't want to spoil this any more than they have for us. See, this is what happens when Anthony isn't on the show, but I could just hear him giving me shit about why did you spoil this? So uh, in times like these, I just got to think WWTJD, what would the jock do? And he would cut it and put it on Patreon. Okay, back to the show, people. Nerd. My thing is after that, after like the whole thing where it's like you can't make Mary Jane black, I'm like, where the part of me that's just belligerent want to be like, well, fuck you. What's the problem? Yeah. So sure she's yeah. not a red. Fuck you. It's not about it's no, not about it's race. Not about it's that. about yes. you know supermodel. Yeah, but at what point? At what point? Do, at what point does the comic exist he, anymore? Yeah. yeah when did. you when you when you like, well, Spider Man's gonna be purple now. Like it doesn't like yeah. you have to adhere to to the yeah, comic book somehow. It's just the I color. Get, it's just purple. Why can't Spider-Man be purple? Because he's because he's red. Yeah, yeah I get. That. You know, it's like th- these are things that are just things that we know that we've identified. You can change it, yeah. but then, like for example, the reason why we hate Gotham yeah. is all the characters from Gotham are in Gotham, and they're all doing the things that they do in the comic books. They're just doing them at the wrong time. Yes. So just something like that, just a time change, can yep. piss you off. Ma- so yeah. if a ch- if a time to the, that's the thing, the the reasoning. If a time change can piss you off of when something's supposed to occur, then n- what everything else should be on on the board to be to be discussed. Sure, yeah, that that's, they change. I get that. That's I, right, I get so, where they're coming from, but some of the people didn't express that quite that. No, they did it. People, you know, it's Twitter. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Well, no, of course, it's like, but it's just people like they don't know how to explain their thoughts. I mean, some of them are coming from a racist place, but yeah. like, or some of them are coming from a place that is like a uh, super like whatever. But anytime like anything happens in a comic book, 
movie, especially, it gets fucking analyzed to the nth degree. When, when Gal Gadot got, you were complaining that she wasn't muscular yeah, enough. Yeah. So that's like, you're talking about her appearance just because you're not talking about what color her skin is. You still like it wanted goes, to yeah. match Wonder Woman. It goes back yeah. to when Michael Keaton getting Batman. Everyone is like, what? Mr. Mom beat fucking Beetlejuice? Yeah. What are you doing? And yeah. and he's like a great Batman. He it's, was a great it's Batman. Up to the, the it's up to the actress or the person that they cast in the role to prove themselves. Yeah. And so everything, all bets were off on Gal Gadot until she proves herself. And she did. Like she had the accent. Mm. She didn't have blue eyes. She wasn't really built. You know, she... She doesn't wasn't the first person. She was beautiful yeah, though. That's the yeah. thing that she got. And Zendaya's beautiful yes, too. Yes. But just because Gal Gadot is beautiful, but not in the way we think of Wonder Woman, and Zendaya is beautiful, but not in the way we think of MJ. Those are the those are two valid things though. If yeah. you're if you're just sticking on the point of the skin color or whatever, it just doesn't that that. You can't have an a yeah, discussion about anything. I mean, that. Gal owns that role now. She yeah. like yeah. you can't take your eyes if, off her. She's so yeah. stunning in this movie. Yeah, she's great. She proved every naysayer wrong. Yep. Every person that said that she shouldn't be Wonder Woman wrong. Yep. And then you have like someone like Kirsten Dunst, <laughs> who got cast as Mary Jane, and I never thought she was pretty enough to be Mar- Mary Jane. I never liked her as Mary Jane. Yeah. I never thought she should have been cast either. She had sleepy so, eyes in the movie. That's yeah, her teeth were crooked and stuff. <laughs> like, <"Come on."> oh, <laughs> shit. Like, how are you a fashion model yeah, like that? Yeah. She wasn't you a very know? good actress either, but no, clearly. Yeah. She had I mean, I would still... <laughs> If I had, I'm saying in the movie, Mary Jane in the movie was not a good actress as a character. Yeah, the fact that it's confusing though. Yeah, (laughs) that is like you didn't know who I was talking about. Okay, let's. All right, so thanks. I think that was all right. That's enough. Just I'm dying for this movie, and uh, yeah, we don't have to spoil. They've already spoiled it. this, With every commercial, yes, they keep revealing why? more and more it. shit. Why do they feel the need to show us the whole movie? Like I don't understand what they're doing. They're really killing this movie. They it, are. Like they must have either they must have some kind of crazy shit that we don't even know about. They better. And if they don't, we're all going to be, like, be we saw like, this already. Yeah, there better be a whole like half of the movie third act that it's fucking nuts and they haven't showed any of it. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, what the fuck? They've blown their load all over the place. Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, let's talk about another MCU movie that's coming out next year. Uh, 2018, and that's Black Panther with Chadwick Boseman in the lead, of course, as Black Panther uh, back in Wakanda. They've given us a poster, and apparently there will be a teaser trailer tonight as we record during the NBA Finals. So, remind somebody remind me before we wrap up to see if the fucking thing is on the internet yet. Because I'm not watching fucking basketball, because really, all you got to do is watch the last few minutes of a basketball game to get the gist of it. Like, why you watch the first hundred points. Basketball is kind of a weak sport. Oh, uh, snap. Oh, 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 boy, a jock oh, say this. I like this. Wow. You should be, especially nowadays, when it's all about like that. It's, you know, drive to the lane or just don't. It seems no, to have more relevance than the uh, NHL playoffs. Yeah, so right I was now. saying, dry, play, kids, play a real sport like <laughs> hockey, oh, rugby, <laughs> um, rugby. Play rugby. You rug can play rugby. That's a yep. better sport. Remember that guy used to call me rugby? <laughs> yes, the, the Dakota Saunders would be like, oh, rugby. Oh, he's oh. so cute. Anyways, let's talk about this Black Panther poster. Now, let's preface with the last poster we got was from Spider Man Homecoming. That had 17 heads on it. It had three people on there twice. Shoved every location of the movie in the background. And it had fucking Happy Hogan and Aunt May for some fucking reason. Why are they on the poster? (laughs) This poster uh, comes near to being that fucking horrid. I'm sorry. Because I don't know what this is. You see him sitting in a throne. 
Yep. And there's like cool Wakandan writing and and structures behind him, but it looks like he wasn't available that day for a photo shoot because it looks like they took his head off something else and put it on the shitty like the body. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, That's the what I was Photoshop going to say. is not great. It do, the body doesn't even look like it's a. It's, they shot somebody else. Like it's so what rugs. What is wrong with this poster? I think either we're becoming too hip to Photoshop. Well, because we're just seeing it now. Yeah. And we could just see it all the time when people are faking shit. Yeah, this is just like, um, they don't want to, like, actually sit down and take a picture of somebody anymore. <laughs> How hard would so, it have been? To- just like, send me the CG Jesus. and we'll just slap his head on it. I mean, I'm hip to Photoshop only because I literally, I use Photoshop every day, eight hours a day for the past 15 years in my day-to-day work life. But even that, this is inexcusable. Uh, Jimmy, from your your eye. I haven't used Photoshop since a project in middle school. Uh, It's Photoshopped. So where where else does this go wrong? Suit. um, The background is like some cartoon. It's really more like his head doesn't seem to fit on quite right. There's like no neck. Like, and we've seen the suit in person. It It looks looks amazing. But what is this? Why do you keep doing this, Marvel? It's, yeah, it's right in the uncanny valley. A little bit, a little bit. So I'm surprised, man. Yep. Like, uh, like you, and if you compare it to the Wonder Woman posters, which were gorgeous, mm-hmm. and it just had her in different poses. Beautiful. The Suicide Squad posters, I love those bright, colorful, the crazy with the graffiti. Uh-uh. I really like those. They popped. They they, they were was, fun. It, well, it's it's a subjective thing. It's yeah. art. Yeah, yeah. it no. was that got but it was the kind of the movie. The BVS posters. Uh, they could easily bypass this if they just would have a guy mock it up in Photoshop yeah. and give it to Drew Struzan. Yes, just or somebody yes. of that ilk. There's there's new guys that are painting like Drew Struzan. Let's Marvel give us a fucking illustrated poster, like an old school poster. What are you doing with this bullshit? Well, if, the thing is, if you can't blur the lines between your Photoshop and your CG and whatever you put in the background, right. you get an artist to interpret it, and it, it'll interpret it with the same hand. Yeah, it'll all look the same. Right, it's more consistent look, and you know it's a piece of art, so it just holds yeah. together better. Not like this is uneven and it's clear. Like again, people on the internet who are not people are just spotting this right. We're like, what is wrong with this? This does not look right. This movie's coming out February 16, 2018. I mean, look, this is the thing what I would do. Just just as a looking at it, there's no reason that he's got to be so recessed in the background. Right. You could crop closer and get yes. more of his face and get more of an intense look and still get the background and still have him sitting. So it's a lot of a wasted space. There's a lot of weird dead space. And I mean, it's not really serving a purpose if you're trying to get atmosphere. Also, like the the light rays shining, The I, I get they were trying to do that on the suit but it just softens everything right in the middle uh, and it and it does it it just looks like shit it says this is a very weak placement there is a, there's like a little panther statue yeah. in the background i feel like they were trying to go for like a heavy is the head that wears the crown kind of thing yeah, but yeah. They, it, they miss swing it whatever miss. yeah you know what's a fucking poster okay uh moving on finally before we take a quick break i want to talk about the mummy a little bit only because they kept showing this goddamn featurette every movie I saw. And the last time I was like, huh, maybe this could actually be good. Like, it almost started fucking lulling me into, like, I want to go see this. But early reviews. Right now it's sitting at 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. I hear that um, it's 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 it, it's comparable to Batman versus Superman. Oh, boy. In where the action pieces are great. And... But like what strings them together is nothing. 
Kind of like Batman versus Superman. Yeah. There was some great it's, action s- yeah. scenes. It's just like a music and, but, video. Yeah. Yeah. And, but there's a, and they're just like poorly strung together and they barely hold your interest. Uh, um, but they say that the scenes are great, but like there's some really good shit going on in this movie. It's just as a movie, it fails. But I've seen also, uh, you know, uses Harry Knowles from Ain't a Cool News, yes. gave it a fucking glowing review. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the reviews are kind of mixed. Like uh, the guy John DeFore from uh, Hollywood Reporter says, so much of the action takes place in a monotonous half light. So little of it displays even the ambition to show audiences something new, unless we count the mummy's eyes, which have two irises each for no apparent reason, other than somebody thought that would look cool on a movie poster. I, I mean, it does. It does. And they, I, I also saw that 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 plane scene they actually saw, shot in like a zero gravity plane that like oh, that loops up. So they were. And I mean, Cruz does his own stunts, but the fact that Tom Cruise would get involved with something that's going to bomb maybe like this, like it's not going to beat Wonder Woman. It's getting uh, really crazy bad reviews. And this is they're trying to launch this dark universe. I have a hard time believing that Tom Cruise would make a really shitty movie. I mean, I think even his shittiest movies are like C's. Okay, you know, I th- that's how I feel because I've watched all of Tom Cruise's movies and very few of them really suck. Right. One thing I heard was that there was two, there was a lot of like, hey, this is the next six movies in the dark universe. This is just like yeah, BBS exposition, all, all the yeah. setup for no reason. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah. So like uh, Russell Crowe, you know, plays Jekyll and there's a thing called Prodigium that's oh, going to be probably like the thing. basis for all this shit. Whoa. S- stupid idea. Prodigium, Pro- that's a weird yeah, Pro- That reminds me of a story. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, you want to go on this Let's go. a little bit more, or you want me to do this uh, uh, story? Oh, you have a story. No, all I was going to say yeah. is they added two more movies to this dark universe, and they're weird choices. They don't really make sense. They're going to do uh, they're going to do Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, uh, Dracula, Creature from the Black Lagoon, and then they added Phantom of the Opera. Hunchback of Notre Dame, and they're doing the Invisible Whoa. Man with Johnny Depp. So you have Javier the Werewolf. No, no, I don't see Werewolf. They're doing Creature from the Black Lagoon. Javier yeah. Bardem will be Frankenstein. They still, I still see there that Angelina Jolie may be linked for Bride and the Bride of Frankenstein. That's cool. But uh, oh, they also they are planning the Wolfman and Val Helsing. But uh, if they're making all of these like modern time now in this reboot, how do you do Phantom of the Opera and Hunchback of Notre Dame? In a modern setting, these are classic 20s horror movies in that yeah, setting. I don't know if the audio is picking it up, but I just have been given nothing but exacerbated <laughs> size. That's the audio horror. version of yeah. an eye roll. Yes. Oh. Rugs? I have a, my opinion is if someone has talent, you can make anything. All That's right. all. All right. I really think that people can be like, oh, you're not going to make that? That's going to fucking blow. And then you can be surprised. But. For the most part, if you look at the director and you're like, okay, this guy doesn't know what he's doing, or obviously I, I can't have a lot of faith in this director, you know, then you can say it's a waste of time. Sometimes, like, Phantom of the Opera is, is like, uh, a, it's just like one of those old stories yeah. of, uh, you know, it's like any other story. I mean, we've done it a thousand times, but... You know, you could always t- do a fresh take on it. It's but, just hard yeah. not. It's going to be hard to shed like the Andrew Lloyd Webberness of Fan of the yeah. Opera. Yeah. Because he kind of owns that now. And uh, and that's all you think of. Where it's, right. Uh, what I think they're doing wrong with all of this is they should be like they're going like this big world ending. Yeah. Apocalypse. Like that's every time. 
They're, like they're trying to do turn them into superheroes, and mm-hmm. that's just like there's what like four superhero franchises out there now. It's, well, they want to compete. Well, this did you guys ever watch Penny Dreadful? No, no, you always talked about it. I never got Penny around Dreadful. To well, it got canceled, but it was yeah. really good, and um, that's exactly what it was doing. Yep. And it was doing like this show where all of these mul- multiple characters from all of these old, uh, you know, horror stories. Yeah. We're going organically kind of popping up in London during like the turn of the century. And, uh, you know, was it done great? No, but I mean, it had so much potential to be great. So, uh, I believe that you could do anything like Sherlock Holmes. Who would have thought that would be good? Yeah. And they, I, yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I enjoyed Sherlock but, Holmes. And my other question is, like you said, are the monsters going to be the good guys or the bad guys yeah. in this shared universe? And if they are the good guys, who are they fighting? If they're the bad guys, who are the fucking good guys? What's going on? Here? I don't know. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna watch you the mummy and probably you, think it's gonna suck. But yeah. so you're looking forward you know, to the mummy then? No, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm just like uh, I'm like it's I don't care enough to like hate to shit on it. Yeah. Uh, I know Tom Cruise usually does good shit, so I have like kind of like an idea that it might be at least fun to watch an entertaining movie. That's the thing. That's what I think everyone is. Uh, that's what they're banking on. Yeah. And uh, it might be a piece of shit, but I mean, people have been telling me that things are pieces of shit, and then I watch them, and then they're, they're not. Yeah. Like, look, John Carter yeah. is a decent movie. Yeah. It's a b- better than decent, yeah. but it got shit on so bad, yeah. and no one watched that movie, and mm-hmm. we lost out on a pretty good uh, intellectual property because of that. All right, Rugs. Here, I'm going to give you the rug down. What's the story? Here we go. Here's the rug down. This is why uh, puppets shouldn't have self. <laughs> okay. I'll open up with that. So, PSA. Uh, you, know, you know how... You know how, like, I've been sick a very long time. Yes. So um, one of my buddies calls me, uh, he texts me, and he's like, yo, uh, my stomach is all fucked up. I think I might have what you have. So uh, what do I do? And I said, go, I text him, go and go to the store, get probiotics, yeah. use that shit every day. Okay. That's exactly what I texted him. Okay. So a few days later... I don't know if he was fucking with me. Uh, Autocorrect is a bad thing sometimes on your phone. Yeah. So he's like, "Hey, dude, I've been get, I've been using these prophylactics every day, and nothing's getting better." Oh shit! <laughs> Autocorrect, buddy. I didn't even look. Oh, I saw that coming. But he, he was like, "No, he knew what I meant." He just waited a couple of days. He was, was sitting on that line for a few days. What, what do you, do you, I just picture him with a condom over his head. He's just swallowing prophylactics. <laughs> he's just eating condoms. Like I don't, it still feel like shit. Or using them. He's just putting them on his dick and waiting for like his stomach to feel better. Okay. I can't, I'm still shitting. <laughs> That's why, look, puppet hands and yeah, typing just, on a, a touch screen. You shouldn't have self. I don't know how you do it. All right. Well, good, good story. Good stuff. Is that stuff. funny? I don't even know if I should have told you that. No, I'll give you, I'll give you points. I'll give you okay. points for it. You got points. Look, listen there. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to play some promos of some fun independent shows, uh, pod buddies of ours. Uh, and we'll continue. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, my name's Paul, and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. 
And we talk about whether or not that animal would make a tasty dish and how intelligent we think it is on the scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except with more poo jokes. New episodes go live every Thursday wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Or you can visit us at BlazingCaribouStudios.com. <laughs> Varmints! Varmints! <laughs> Do you like superheroes? Do you like movies, television, and comic books? Do you like movies, television, and comic books about superheroes? Then you'll love Podcapers, the official podcast of a place to hang your cape.com. Featuring me, Scott James Merridue, we will be talking about a variety of geek and nerdy issues. Like, is Marvel better than DC? What's going on with the X-Men film franchise? And is Disney evil? Yes! Yes, it is! It's pure evil! Don't support them! They're terrible! I'm getting ahead of myself. Because we will be joined each week by a rotating panel of guests who will attempt to rein me in. Don't you worry. It's not just going to be one guy ranting for hours and hours and hours. I've been told I'm not allowed to do that. By this guy, in fact. David Moloski, the editor and creator of A Place to Hang Your Cape. Hi, guys. Scott's holding me in a room and making me listen to his rants. Please listen to the podcast. He says it's the only way he'll let me leave. Oh, David. <laughs> you will never be allowed to leave. You will listen to me for all eternity, as will all of you who listen to the podcast. So please check out Podcapers, the official podcast of A Place to Hang Your Cape, where superheroes go to relax, but I never do. Hey there, fellow podcast fans. Do you love comic books and especially Swamp Thing? Get out of the bayou. So do we. Come check out the Parlopod Show, the world's only podcast dedicated to the muck-encrusted mockery of a man himself, Swamp Thing. This is some serious arcane audio. We also have a sister show, Splurch, where we dive into the world of comics and all the crazy aspects of life. Give us a listen at Parlopod.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, our YouTube YouTube channel, visit our site, parlapod.com, and consider supporting our Patreon for some really cool rewards and exclusive content. Check us out on podcastradionetwork.net every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Join the conversation on Twitter by following at Parlapod. We'll see you in the swamps. In the swamps. In the swamps. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Hey, if you don't know, I'm going to tell you that we have a great fan club over on Patreon. If you enjoy the show, if you've been enjoying the show for a while, if you were like, is there more show? Why, yes, listener, Jimmy uh, Jimmy knows there's more show. He is one of our awesome patrons. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. And for a low monthly pledge, you can help keep the show going and you get bonus content. You get a, a little RSS feed. You pop it into your podcast app. It's like an exclusive podcast just for our Patreon listeners. Tons of bonus episodes, post shows, instant reactions to movies. And we've been on a roll. Last uh, Every few episodes, we've been getting new patrons. This is, we got another one. Jock and Nerd. Another one. This is like the fifth one in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Awesome. Yeah. Super shout out. Thank you to Joe Henry. Uh, Not only is Joe an awesome listener supporter, he pledged at like a high level. Whoa. He pledged $20 a month. Oh, shit. Holy fuckballs. At that level, Joe Henry, you have earned yourself a guest spot on the show. 
So we will be in, blow them. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, you, we will we will say whatever you want to do. You can ask us whatever you want. You'll come on. So listener, we're all going to get to meet Joe, generous Joe Henry. In fact, he's written us an email, and this is how I found out. So I'm just going to share this email. He goes, "What's up, dudes? Just stealing Rug Boys line, classic." I've been listening to your show since you had one of the guys at Bungie on, and it's my favorite podcast I listen to. Geek Boner. So I decided I'm going to become a Patreon supporter. I guess it's fitting because I'm a jock and a nerd myself. So it's Destiny, capital D, maybe. I like that. I work in the medical field in computed tomography. Love sci-fi, superhero films, and comics, nerdy side. But I used to play a lot of sports, studied martial arts, skateboarded, and was an EDM DJ for many years during and after college jockeyer side. Bro, do you even podcast? I have some crazy Whoa. stories to tell about the above, but that would be too long to write in an email, and I'll have to save those for another time. Anyways, I love the show. Keep up the great work. And tell Delhauer that although X-Men Origins is a flawed movie, it was still fun to watch. His What the Fuck Happened movie reviews are great. Thanks again, Anthony Imran and Rugboy, for putting on a great show. Joe, P.S., please suggest Dark Knight Rises as a What the Fuck Happened movie to Del Howard. That's interesting. All right. To do as a What the Fuck. Uh, Joe Henry, dude, uh, what an awesome dude. Yeah, thank I, you, all I have to say is thank you, dude. That is awesome. Like, you know, if we had, like, a bunch of guys like you, yes. we could actually keep doing this forever. Be like Joe, listener. You'll make this a yeah. full-time job. We'll be able to give you everything you want. It would be awesome. Visit jockanerd.com slash Patreon. I can quit my paper out. Yeah, yeah. rugs can stop walking dogs that, uh, yeah. that they think he's a dog toy. And, and They're walking me out. That's yeah. not good. That's, that's not good. No. You get uh, dog slobber that's on the bad, felt. Bad for your colon. Just... Oh, it's it's bad for your felty body because yeah. then you got to take a ride in the washing machine. and that, yep. Yeah, and then you get probiotics. Then you get probiotics and you shove you them in your prophylactics. Pro- prophylactics. Let me get a prophylactic full of probiotics. Do they yep. make those? Uh, okay, look. Yes. Bogdan96, uh, we appreciate your comments. We went early on, but we, when we did our review, the Gotham finale had not aired uh, for season three. They aired a two-hour batshit insane season finale. Oh, shit. Did some crazy things that Gotham has been doing for a long time, but then did some things that were like kind of Batman-ish, but still the show is just fucking crazy. Rugs, what did you think of what All they right. did? Let's go through what happened. This was Let fucking me, nuts. This is, this is the thing. Yeah. All right. You, you have two kind of people that watch Gotham. Yes. You have people like me who hate watch it. Yes. Because um, we want to like it. We we would get we're trying we're watching it we're like wasting our fucking time watching <laughs> oh, wait, this thing. Wait, we're gonna spoil this. So <laughs> spoiler alert. Okay, go ahead. All right. Um, and unfortunately, we give a shit about Batman. We love Batman. We grew up reading Batman. We're Batman people. We like the Bat so, Cannon. So it just makes our skin fucking crawl every time you just rewrite history. Yes. It's like you're going to watch a movie about American history, and then they fucking decide to just change everything. That's most movies about American okay. history. <laughs> so it's infuriating. It's yes. infuriating. You feel our pain. All right. McPike, you don't watch Gotham. You were planning on watching it, but... but- no, it's... I... I do not like Fox. I avoid giving them money okay, wherever fine, I can. I don't feel bad spoiling but this for you. In defense of uh, American history movies... Most people don't know fucking anything about American that history, so they don't true. know the difference. Yep. And this is exactly what the second kind of Gotham. That's a great here. analogy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, they watch this show and they think that this is Batman canon. And yep. This is great. Yep. Nope. 
No, you're wrong. Yeah. And people like Jimmy McPike who know history yep. and watch history movie and go, that's fucking wrong. Yep. I can't get behind this movie or get behind this show. It's the same fucking thing. It's not like that we want to fucking piss all over your show. Yeah. It's just that it's wrong on every level. Now, there is the argument you could make is that this is an Elseworlds. Then why fucking even do it? Yeah, why call it Gotham? Um, why just you could also say that the Flash and Arrow and all are all also Elseworlds, but they still, in essence, happen at the right time. Right. Adaptation you know? interpretation is one thing, and then just going completely off the rails. I think is, uh, is a different the Flareoverse. It's yeah. like Earth nineteen or something. It's I, one. It's like some that they're on. Yeah, where it's like one of the because they did. They when they did the new fifty two, yeah, yeah. they yeah. were like, "Oh, these are where it's like Young Justice was like, oh, Earth they fourteen, I think, because they did that multiversity thing yeah. where they explained all the. Oh Earths. yeah, well, yeah. Gotham could if be an alternate universe now. too. Gotham okay? could be like on Earth something else. Yeah, it could be. But the point universe. that I'm saying is that Barry Allen becomes the Flash, yeah. and then the enemies correct appear, yeah. you get the and hero then everything first that causes the, the villains. Yep. Well, not only that, but the the the, the thing that happens right. to Barry causes the villains. Yeah, th- and that's not canon either. That's a good point. In, in The Flash. Yeah. That's true. But for some reason, it's close enough to the comic book that the essence is there. Correct. Right now, in Gotham, Batman's supposed to, like, have his parents killed. His parents are killed. He's supposed to, like, at then shun society and go out and seek all of these masters and learn how to fight and then use his... You know, use all of his riches and stuff to start fighting crime. And then all of these villains start coming out of the woodwork. Yes. And whereas he, it's almost karmic because he actually makes Gotham worse. He does. Yep. Yeah. And he that's kind of the point. The problem. He's the worst superhero. Yeah. And now yeah. it's his fucking problem and he's got to yep. clean it up. Now it's basically like, and not only that, but the great thing about Gotham is Gotham in itself spawns all these criminals. Right. And, 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 and they come into their own. This show, and like every other TV show, this is why sometimes I hate TV shows, they have to always relate everything to the main character and yeah. tie everything into the main character. Yeah. So he's crossed paths with all of these people a thousand Already. times. And it destroys the whole mystery of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Who is Bruce Wayne? That sounds like it would really piss me because off. Because in this universe, the minute Batman shows up, you'd have to be a fucking idiot to go, oh, that's fucking Bruce Wayne, obviously, yeah. clearly. Oh, this guy that's always been hanging out with Black... Yeah. With, with, with uh, Catwoman with the, and Selena, yeah. with Selena Kyle and Alfred. Yeah. Oh, that's clearly Bruce. It's funny he's wearing it, a bad costume. There's uh-huh. no way There's no way you can reconcile yeah. this, even. It's like... It's basically like... It, it's, it, it's, it's like a mockery of Batman. Yes, yeah, so some of the crazy shit that happened in the finale, for example, of how much uh, four people die, two of them may not be dead. Hold up, my, Nobody's uh, ever dead in Gotham. Hold on, my, my fiance watches Gotham. Yeah. Could you could this be in the show notes so I can spoil it for her? Absolutely. Awesome. You will see, make, force her to watch this. So Fish Mooney, Penguin shoots her. She comes back from the dead, Hugo Strange, and then she gets stabbed by Gordon under this crazy touch virus where they just make him evil. Okay, so Fish Moody stabbed dead again. He's dead twice. Dead twice. Okay. Uh, Butch shot in the head by Barbara Keene. And he's secretly Solomon Grunt. However, we find out at the end that he's at the hospital and his near name, his real name is Cyrus Gold, which is Solomon Grundy from the comics. What the fuck? 
Bruce Wayne under the influence of a uh, uh, Razal Ghul Jr. light. We don't know who he is. And a sensei. A sensei stabs Alfred through the heart. And we meet Razal Ghul. And then Raz, and uh, luckily, conveniently, there's a Lazarus pit there by which he pours the water. And for some reason, he knows to use the Lazarus water. Yeah, Raz didn't say anything. But we meet. He meets. So a ten-year-old Bruce already has met fucking Raz Al Ghul. Makes no sense. Finally, Barbara Keene electrocuted by the Tigress. Uh, but she's probably not dead either. No, no. But that was batshit crazy. Uh, now Jim Gordon. Who we all know is going to become Commissioner Gordon. There is a right. scene. He he injects himself with this Tetch virus that makes him mad. Also, Leslie Tompkins, Lee Tompkins, the in Batman Kid, the old woman who finds Batman when he's ten and takes care of him, who's hot ass Marina Bakker now. She's also evil. There is a scene where Commissioner Gordon is killing League of Assassin Ninjas with a fucking sword, oh, shit. just murdering them straight out. Does this make any sense? Think about Commissioner Gordon killing fucking uh, ninjas. Gotham no. PD, the Gotham's Police Academy That's is like, you need to know how to been. use yeah. ninja swords. <laughs> I could believe at some point they'd come up, but after Batman. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, what else happened? This show is just so insane. I mean, I hear that they're going to make Barbara Kane into Harley Quinn. That doesn't make fucking any sense. Yeah. And this is originally the girl that we thought was going to be Barbara Gordon, his wife, which they that they threw that out long time ago. Uh, and then finally, at the very end, Bruce snaps out of his little fucking trance after stabbing Alfred through the chest with a sword. And you see this couple walking down the street and they're starting to get mugged. Very similar to his opening. And then this short dude drops down in a black long coat and a mask. Kicks the shit out of these people and hops away and it cuts to this guy on the roof of a building. He pulls his mask off. It's fucking Bruce Wayne trying to be a vigilante. Does this make any sense to anyone? What? I have to How this. dare you do this to us? This show is just what so bad. Fuck? It's just like there's no way to defend it. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you do something that's so not the comic, you have every right to be pissed about it. That's just all I'm saying. Like this is like it, it's it's not right. I'd like the it's little touches not. where Selena went to visit uh Tigress or whatever and she saw the whip and Selena's like, Hey, what's that? Can you show me how to use it? And you're like, Okay, Catwoman's getting her whip, I guess. Yes. Uh and then Penguin freezes Riddler in a case of ice. Oh, this was another okay, this is kind of a nice nod. He announces that he's opening a casino called the Iceberg. Geek Boner. Like in yeah. the comic books. Um, let me just make a quick comment yes. on this. And um, this is all due to uh, Smallville. Okay. Smallville was the one that did this fucking shit where they uh, they had no Superman, but they had all of his villains like show up, and they kind of like jerked you around forever and changed all of the the uh, you know the canon and this and that, and people got turned off with Smallville. Yeah. And it, nobody really looks upon it fondly anymore. Yeah. The one saving grace in Smallville is that Tom Welling actually could have been Superman. Yeah, he would have made a good. He was like yeah. a big dude. He was like six foot something. He was he was pretty built, and he could have been a Superman. Just throw him in the suit. The thing with this show is like they have this little kid, yeah. and he's not Batman like at all. He's not earning it. Yeah. He's not 
training and he's not doing he it. Trained he's trained for like a week before this, and now he's out on the street fucking punching muggers. It just, like it just, it just defies all logic. It just defies all logic. Now, if they were smart, which they're not going to do with it, they would jump five years ahead and Give us the get a new actor to play Batman. Oh, yep. That'd be sweet. Because actually, after that ending of him on the roof, that's really the only thing you could do that would make sense. Like, I would forgive them a little bit if they did that, but they're not going to fucking do that. Because no, they Fox. have all these Fox people. Fox is terrible. They have, although I'm looking forward to the Gifted, the X-Men. Do you see that trailer? Oh, man, that looks kind of cool. Eh. Brian's, even though Brian Singer is directing the first episode, he it could be a dud. You never know. No, I'm gonna. I'll, it's we'll the principle. After though. Legion, though, I'll give it. I'll give it a, a whirl. Yeah, because Legion. Did you watch Legion? That's really good. You would like that. You should watch Maybe. it. I see. Yeah, it's smart. It's well written. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Bogdan ninety six. I hope we don't. This doesn't generate another. Welcome. I hope it does actually generate another death threat because three. Now we have three death threats. That's three is the magic better. number. <laughs> but did you notice they were? I thought they were trying to do like a Harley Quinn Joker thing with Lee and Gordon when they were evil, when they were both like they're in it, they loved each other, and they were getting off on it. I was like, that's kind of like Harley. And then Lee and leaves again. again. She already left. She left. She's left three times. She's got them three times in two seasons. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. Look at that. That's the that's the audio eye roll. Change your name to leave. Yeah, it's just <laughs> change oh, your name. Shit. Audio eye roll from Jimmy McPike sums sums it up. So there's your two hour Gotham finale. Bad shit, crazy, as usual. And of course, I'll probably watch next season just because it's it's a it like we said, it's a fun guilty pleasure. It's bullshit. Okay. So yeah. so rugs. I saw Tool last night. Tool the band. The band Tool. Anybody remember For Tool? For those of you younger James than thirty, Keenan. James, yes. they were uh, they were a band in the nineties. Apparently, the, yeah, okay. So if you don't know Sober, which is what's crazy is that song is like over twenty years old now. But they don't make songs like this no. anymore because I mean his the chorus is Jesus blows his fucking whistle. Yes, that's a and there's a lot of Jesus in these songs. Let me tell you, dude, you just mentioned the lead singer's name Maynard. They so apparently they haven't played in 13 years. And uh, I managed to get tickets through work. Some of my friends wanted to see it really badly. I was like, "Look, I'll see what I could do." We go there and I remember loving Tool when I was in college. Like it actually was a little bit of an influence when I had my band in college. Like I wanted cuz they're masters of the the distorted sound droning trance like but it's metal but it's like got an amazing rhythm to it an amazing groove and it's like really smart uh really smart stuff so this here's the weirdest thing i noticed it was a great show visuals in the background again this music is like a soundtrack for a disturbing crazy ass fucked up independent film art film because they had i can't even describe the shit they were showing it was so bizarre. And then they would do like a screensaver, trippy screensaver, and it worked really well. Have you seen them live rugs ever? What, Tool? Yeah. Uh, I have, but it was very, very early on. Me too. When so they, When they first broke. Yeah. yeah, and I think it was with other by, a bunch of other bands at a festival, I believe. Well, this is how old I am. I The one time I saw Tool, it was in high school. It was the third Lollapalooza ever. Yeah, it might have been that. And that's, yeah. where, that's where Tool played. I don't remember shit about that. But the weirdest thing, the, the, front, the front guy, the lead singer, it's a four-piece band. Okay. The lead singer, Maynard, he stands in the back of the stage in the dark. You only see his silhouette when it's backlit. He, you never see him. Ah. And it's fucking badass. 
like that is so metal that it's beyond metal. Like it really makes it about the music, the visuals, and you lose yourself. Like what, if you think about the videos, they never had the band were, in. Yes, it. they were never in the videos. It was all disturbing stop motion puppet animation. Really cool stuff. Uh, but dude, they when they are heavy and hard, it's great because they have this weird like soul rhythm to their 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 heavy crunching like and it you just it, it catches you but then when they slow it down and they kind of do like they're like a, a metal t- jam band they kind of get in a trance and and it's just noises and textural and it fucking sucks you in dude it's so good like well they got that percussion that drummer really is amazing like, yes holy shit he's a bit he's carrying the whole thing yeah so it's really the percussion that kind of lulls you into that yeah, trance. yeah and and uh it was badass dude uh, apparently people, tool fans, hardcore people were getting way fucked up last night. Like I found out that they had cut beer sales 45 minutes earlier than they do because people were that fucked up. And while I was being told that an usher comes up and goes, Hey, can you call a medic for this guy over here? And I was like, oh. what the shit is going on right now? People got way fucked up. Uh, and they were having a awesome. Yeah. Uh, Oh, the, Metal. the other hilarious thing. We're there the minute the lights go down, the music starts pretty much instantly. The whole arena uh, smells like weed. Oh, <laughs> Just shit. Right away, everywhere from the concourse yeah. to the top level. I got a yeah. contact high. It was wonderful. That's how you got to. Absolutely. That's how you got to enjoy the tool. Yeah. But sounds like a great show. Dude, dude. It, it was really cool. And I was like, I've seen so much random shit through work. I just go and like, all right. And I liked them, but I didn't really know any of their new songs. They played a lot of their hits. They did not play sober, the motherfuckers. I was like, give me an encore, play sober. They played all the other recognizable songs, not sober. And I was like, maybe they're sick of the song, but it's been 12 years since they fucking played. Play fucking sober at the end. And they didn't. Yeah. They didn't, jerks. So, whatever. Yeah. Good show. I don't know if they're playing around. If you get a chance to catch them, listener, uh, if you like the tool, if you're an old school tool fan. Uh, I was just talking to someone about tool. We're talking about Pussifer. That's Maynard's uh, band after Tool. And he also has uh, Perfect Circle. What are those like? What's that kind of music? Same kind of thing? Perfect Circle it sounds a lot like Tool. Okay. Okay. I was, dude. It's just a little bit more melodic. Oh, uh, okay. I Yeah, man. I had, I had a re- Have you heard Pussifer? No, I haven't heard Pussifer. I love the name. Pussifer is kind of like a it, mellow, a little bit more mellow. But it's it, have they, to she, he, like that. yeah with Pussifer. He's, he's got he's got a girl singing with him. Like, oh Armin wow! It's kind of like he's kind of like a Les Claypool thing where he just like he does his own thing with different bands, different styles. Yeah. Uh, and I I don't know what he looks like because <laughs> he was standing in the dark. He's not a good looking dude. Wait, but when have you ever seen a band do that? Like this guy does no, not want never. the attention. He's not showboating. In fact, amazing. Like it, you could see him in the Pussifer videos, and he looks kind of like sloth from. Uh, oh shit! He looks no. that bad. Oh no! No, not like shit. that. No, he's got the same haircut as him. Like, he's like a little this, spiky at top. This big bald head yeah. with this like little plume on top. All right, maybe he doesn't need to be seen. No, I liked it. Uh, he's just like a regular dude with like a weird mustache. I like. Yeah. I love the presentation. Uh, the, the their lasers. It was a, a really good laser light show. Really good video behind them. And uh, right. fuck, it was a good show. That's surprisingly good. I was like, that was fucking good. I'm glad I came. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, before we get to uh, some more feedback. Uh, Jimmy McPike, why don't you you? What I love about Jim here is uh, I love connecting people in our community. So yeah. I, if you don't know, listener, uh, David Malofsky, a place to hang your cape. They carry our show. And a few episodes ago, David put out the call. He wanted some writers, some volunteers. We re- we uh, announced it on the show and threw it out to you guys. 
And now, Jim writes reviews for a place to hang your geek cape, which is super yeah. awesome. I love this uh, connection. How's that going? What are you reviewing? What's the process? Oh, uh, good. It's they, uh, what happens is, you know, they'll be like, hey, review this, put it up. And so that's, you know, they just send you a PDF of the comic. So you read it. You do, you know, 400 or like 500 to 1,000 words about the comic. And it's... uh Free comics. What's your so? What's your beat? You're just reviewing comics, no TV yeah, shows. Yeah, they what uh what we do a lot of is um like indie comics. Yeah, so they're really good at supporting. In, yeah, so it's comics. a lot of a, a lot of uh, UK writers because it's I don't know what the deal is, but a lot of British people. Yeah, no, well he it, sure. he's in England. It's, uh, yeah. that you know, and he uh, I figured as much. Yeah, but, but listen, that you know that's really important because. For an independent comic to gain traction, oh, yeah. nobody knows this shit. So yep. they're going to look for reviews, and now this is going to pop up, and yeah, you guys so are, it's, it's great to, for the shout outs. Yeah, because one of my big issues with comics today is they're just sort of like running out of ideas. Yeah, a little bit. So <laughs> it's, you know, it's a lot of, fra- you know, it's the next generation of people that are going to be writing comics, and it's cool to, you know, to say, like, hey, I knew that, you know, I read them when. Uh, and you know, they're generally like pretty great people. There was this one though I did for the book was called A is for Amos. Okay. And it, it was like, it, it was a picture book of artists. Yeah. And that was it. Like there wasn't like where it was like literally like A is for Amos and they had Amos. Oh, it's an alphabet book. Yeah. So, you know, trying to That was to the get whole fun. book. Yeah. How do you so write a review? Well, you got to yeah, so critique was, the art, I guess. It was basically my review it, it was basically 500 words of there were pictures they were pretty <laughs> so is he is david okay with you like being honest like what if he sends you something yeah. and you're like this blows uh i've only had one that i didn't really like uh it's still pending right now the it was the book was like the big comic con i just felt like they missed a few beats but in general, it's I've pretty much I've really liked everything. What's I've been uh, l- how about you turn uh, the listener on to uh, what was one of the best books you got to read? And one read? of my f- uh, my first one actually was NPCT. Okay, was, what's that about? Uh, it's like if Dungeons and Dragons was happening in the real world, like in modern day. Cardiff. Oh, oh, it, 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 he's trying to pull it up now. I'm but trying it's to find NPCT it. like. Tea, like a tea shot, like the beverage. Oh, NPC tea. Yeah. Like that. Okay. Yeah, it's by uh, Sarah Millman. It okay. Was, that was the first one I did. It was, I really thought it was like this crazy, fun, new thing where it's like, yeah, this is what, com- this is a good indication of what comics can be. Yes. She has her first one out. I think her second one, she just got that. Um, so that's right on, you know, if people want to start supporting that, that's do it right on NP and okay. Yeah. I'll put a link. Uh, I'll put a link to that review in the show notes, but this is, uh, anytime you find something that's really good, uh, it's like finding a little treasure. So, uh, that's right. Yeah. And then it's fun. Cause you know, I get to complain about Scott, uh, Zack Snyder on the internet, which is, you know, (laughs) everyone's dream. Yes. Yeah, you know, everyone needs to bitch about Zack Snyder from time to time. It's cleansing. It's cathartic. Oh, are you so going cathartic. to be reviewing? Are you just doing comics now? Or are they going to? So far, I'm just doing comics, okay. and then I actually just, um, I just the email is from Wednesday, but I just looked at it today where they're going to be phasing out a lot of their uh, 
like movie reviews that they put up on the site because they just you know recently launched Pod Capers, yes, the official podcast of a place to hang your cape, hosted by Scott Meridu, who is hilariously he is, British. He is a character. I love Scott. He is a character. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's been on he, Trivia Geeks with me, and he's been on the show. Oh, he's fantastic. He's lots of fun to listen yeah. to. Yeah. Um. So they're going to be working to get that out there more. Uh. Just focus on that as the place for for the movie reviews. For, yeah. It's. Uh, for definitely movie reviews, and then it sounded like they were going to start doing uh, TV reviews too. Where it's that's more... smart because like blogs are great, and and yeah, reading takes time, and uh, hard. the stats are like for every it's a smaller space in the podcast yeah. world. For every two thousand blogs, there's like one podcast. It's a yeah. one to two thousand ratio. Yep. Wow. So you're going to get a lot more people consuming the content easier yeah. when they can listen while they're doing other things, while they're on their way to work. Like you are listening to it right now, listener. Check out Podcast. I Pod was listening to podcasts on my way here, down from Kenosha. Right on. I was listening. I was uh, started with uh, some Podcapers, finished with some Jock and Nerd, and here we are. Excellent. That's a great geek menu of geek podcasts. It was meta as fuck. <laughs> I was like, I'm listening to the show, and I'm going to be on it. I'm going to be the jock. Not only on it, you are the jock for the show, and you did great, Jimmy. I was so glad to have you here. Let's wrap up with uh, some more feedback from our fabulous listeners and friends. Uh, that guy, Daryl, who is always tweeting us, he's great. Uh, based on our Gotham review on our episode 169, he says, Gotham review takeaway, fuck that show. Glad I never started watching that shit. Fuck Gotham. But I eagerly watch Legends of Tomorrow. Go figure. Well, that's like... Legends is fun. <laughs> See, Ruggs doesn't like Legends. I like yeah. Legends. It's fun. It's it's it's, it's meaningless. It's not good, but the, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, you used to admit that it's not a good show. It's, it's not. not. It's, it's just, not good. You, li- you, I, you like, I like things about uh, it. Yeah. I like Katie lots. I think she's she does the best a good thing job. In the show. She's great. Yeah. yeah. She's the best she's thing great. in the show. He also sent us a link. Remember at the end of Supergirl, they we talked about that extra spaceship, and we're like, who the fuck is that? Uh, he sent a link for a character from DC called Rain. Mm-hmm. Rain is a world killer, a biological weapon created on Krypton, but eventually outlawed by the Kryptonian Science Council. Rain and other four world killers were cre- created by Zor-El, who later came to regret his part in the creation of these bloodthirsty, super powerful monsters. And it's Jesus. a it's a woman. It's like a badass cool. Krypton- Kryptonite woman killer. Fun. It's like a doomsday. So that that it's like a it's like a girl doomsday, God. but but that that would be kind of cool to see uh, Kara face off. That might be what it was yeah, at the end of. Fun. At the end of Give her someone to punch. Yeah, Yeah, give her someone who's like just as powerful to punch. Uh, Okay, we got an email from Ron S. Hans, another awesome Patreon supporter. By the way, thank you, everyone who listens. You know who you are for for helping us out on Patreon, like Ron. He writes, hey, Imran, sorry for the lack of emails lately. Life has gotten in the way recently. I've been able to catch up on all the recent episodes and have always enjoyed them. Having Del Hauer on the Guardians episode taking talking positive about something threw me off a bit, but it was great to have that followed up with a new What the Fuck Happened episode. It's a good balance. I also recently saw Wonder Woman this weekend and wanted to give you my thoughts. Part of me feels like I missed a lot when I was a kid when it comes to the comic book movies. When I was growing up, you either collected comics or baseball cards. I was the latter, so I got into a lot of these comic book movies a bit blind. With that said, just from a pure movie standpoint, and I'm sure you are seeing a lot of this around the internet, this was by far the best DCEU movie to date. I watched BVS a couple of times leading up to seeing Wonder Woman. I'm sorry about that, dude. And that 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 movie, but then he says, and that movie actually grew on me a little more 
Whereas Suicide Squad actually, to me, gets worse with each watch. That is a different story, though. The really funny thing to me is that while the DC movies look okay visually and are, for the most part, directed okay, they fall behind because their stories and plot points are just all over the fucking place and the character motivations are not clear. Wonder Woman is the opposite of that. Patty Jenkins and her team did a great job of developing the story and the motivations for why Wonder Woman is doing what she's doing throughout the movie. My favorite scene was by far the No Man's Land scene in the middle of the movie. The lead up of Chris Pines, who is also a great story of how these guys have been here for over a year, for a year and not moved an inch, etc. And Wonder Woman being like, fuck that. And just strolls up the ladder. That part was great. Overall, the movie I thought was great. My only negative would be the Snyder gazem of the third act. Uh. Snydergasm. I get it. Snyder orgasm. Yes, it is a Snydergasm. That to me looked yeah. like some cut scenes from BBS, but did not take away from my overall enjoyment of the movie. I am glad that I've waited until this DC movie to actually pay to see it on the big screen. One of the other cool things was all the women in the theater. My wife went me with me to see this. The first comic book movie she actually wanted to see. And as I mentioned on the Facebook page, more than half of my theater was women. That's all for now. Looking forward to the review. Thanks, Ron. And thank you, Ron. Hope you enjoyed the review. How about that whole Alamo Draft House thing with the women only and guys being fucking dumb? Yeah, those guys are stupid. Oh, it's ridiculous. Fuck those guys. And this is the Alamo Draft House. This is, I love this. They're independent and they do shit like this all the time. Look, I mean, this is the I'm Alamo. Not upset the, I'm not the Alamo Draft House. You never heard of that place? Nope. You ever heard of the Alamo Draft House? They're awesome. They do weird screenings like yeah. this. Yeah. Have a lot of personality, independently owned kind of. It's where Pee Wee Herman hit his bike. Yeah, um, at the Alamo, remember? <laughs> yeah. Um, look, these guys that got pissed off, like, I can understand if it was a common occurrence that was happening all the time, right. then I would be, then I'd be like, yeah, okay, a legitimate gripe, because if guys were to, like, do something where women can't go, then obviously there would be a, yeah. a backlash. But um, it's a one-time thing for yeah. one movie. Who gives you shit? Yeah. It's like you know they're making a thing out of it. Okay, let you know it's no big deal. What people you know? get upset over is he's just making us all look like assholes. If it was something that were like you couldn't go anywhere to see it because it's like yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Look, I can I can understand like a guy's like, hey, I want to see that fuck, right. this fucking movie, and then I can't because like I'm a dude. But go to another theater, you could see it. Dudes are stupid, and stop making men look bad by fucking overreacting. Yeah, don't be a dude. Don't be a dick. Uh, Del Howard tweets, uh, uh, based on our Wonder Woman review, we talked about some of the editing being weird with some of our nitpicky things, and he said the editing during the building fight in the village after No Man's Land had several jarring cuts, too. Uh, some of the editing was kind of uh, was weird to me. It was a little choppy in, yeah. in the movie. Like, when that fighting was close up, it almost got hard to follow. But then... One look at the one really weird part is where she actually takes her clothes off and goes up the stairs. Like that was a weird edit because there was just something yeah. off. Like the way it didn't look like she had that shit on underneath, and you didn't really see her. You just saw the guy look at her, leer at her, while you assume she's, and then she just has everything off. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. But did not detract from the movie. Uh finally, uh, Jimmy Graben tweeted this just a little while ago. Imran. Will you watch the NBA Finals tonight just to see the Black Panther trailer? And I said, fuck no. I already yeah. talked about basketball. And I'm surprised to hear uh, McPike doesn't like the basketball. That was great. Nope. Besides wrestle, the- kids. Wrestle during winter seasons. That, like real wrestling, not pro- WWE. Not pro wrestling. wrestling. That's, a, that's a real sport. That's not real wrestling. <laughs> fuck your other shit. 
Because, and besides, it's going to be on the internet as soon as it airs. Why do I yeah. got to watch a fucking basketball That's game? what YouTube's for. So let's check. Let's see if it's time. It's 9 o'clock. The game started at like 7 here. I don't know when. Oh, I think. It, oh, it's real. up. Tell me something. What do you know about Wakanda? a third world country textiles shepherds cool outfits all the front explorers have searched for it they called it el dorado they looked for it in south america but it was in africa the whole time i'm the only one who's seen it and made it out alive Listener, live breaking on the show. I might just leave that whole audio in. Black Panther teaser trailer just debuted on the NBA Finals. It's online. Uh, thoughts, everyone? Who wants to start? Wow. What you, what you, I mean, I'm, I'm saying wow because wow. It's, looks like they're going to knock it out of the park. It, it, it looks it's very different than uh, in terms of setting from all the other MCU movies. You got oh, Claw yeah. talking to uh, Martin Freeman's uh, Everett Ross, yeah. saying that he's been there. Rugs, initial thoughts? What'd you think? I, it's good because it doesn't really give away too much. No, and I, it gives you kind of like the setting. You see Wakanda. You see like that. It's his. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm I'm saying that this is Wakanda, that the city that we saw. Yeah, I, I don't know if that I is. Mean, I, but I would imagine it I'm is. Guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing. That that's Wakanda, and it's it, it seems like it's going to take place. A lot of it's going to take place in Wakanda, almost entirely. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, it's a new setting, and you know it's going to be great. It's going to be a great movie for a lot of reasons. Uh, you have very it's strong almost like it's uh, cast here, a, a largely African American, amazing cast. You see in this movie, yeah, but they've created this whole other, you know world yes. over yes. there. Yes. Like the people are the what how they're dressed. Yeah, the design it, of these. It's interesting. The, it's very fantastic. Yeah, the 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 face tattoos, the design of it is great. You see Michonne, you see Lapita Nyango being badass. This shot of the city with that's like futuristic buildings. He's got a fucking 
uh, his own Hovercraft, ship. Yeah. yeah, what is this? He's got his own spaceship and shit. Like this is an advance. Clearly, it's a the, oh, yeah. it's beautiful. Like the direction, art direction on this. This is a really cool looking adva- and advanced city and civilization. Again, like Doctor Strange, this is another part of the MCU that they're letting us into that we can now have fun with. That looks fucking great. Like, I want this place to be real. Yeah, I want to go there. I want to go like, there. Fuck Pandora, yeah. Avatar Land. I want to go to Wakanda. It looks, yeah. it looks amazing. You get, you get some training shots. Uh, a lot of it kind of looks like Wonder Woman uh, in a way with this, yeah. these warriors training. And then you see him in the suit, and there's a car flip and a pretty cool action scene of him leaping off a flipping car and landing on another car. Badass. Did they change his mask? Uh, I don't know. How can you? What what did it look like before? I don't know. There's look something different? about the mask that looks a little different. Let's I don't know if a, maybe I'm imagining let's it. Let's have a look here. Uh, I don't know. He seemed mm, he, he has like eyebrows. Did he have those raised eyebrows? I thought I thought he did. I mean, it's like uh, on the nose where it's got like the line connecting. There's the a eyes. line across the bridge, and he's got the little. Yeah, I don't cat. remember that line. Yeah, being I don't remember that. I was just all black and sleek, yeah. and they had the little. They didn't have the little cat ears, right? Before they had the cat ears. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't remember that line being there. Yeah. Wow, February 2018. This will be the first movie that year, uh, first superhero movie. Uh, this looks, that's a great teaser. Absolutely. Yeah. They did not give away a lot of the plot. It has, has lots kinda, of promise. Yeah, at the end there where he was talking about you're a good man, but. Not good enough to be king. Or it's so, like that makes you have a good heart. You can't wear, I kind of see what they are hinting at in the poster. Oh, uh, yeah, like kind of the co- the conflicted. Back. So, I mean, there's going to be Man-Ape. He's going to be contested for the king of Wakanda, even though his dad was king and he died, and it, it, it's yeah. rightfully his. But I'm sure there's going to be other dudes who are like, you're not good enough, dude. I will challenge you for the seat. Yeah. And we know. Monarchial succession is pretty weird. Oh, dude, check out this guy with the lip disc. Did you see that? Yeah. He's got a big yeah. blue. Oh, it looks great. The color, The colors in Wakanda. Wow, cool. Breaking here. I saw Angela Bassett in there, too. Oh, I didn't see the Angela Bassett. I saw Michonne. She's got white hair. Wow. Okay. Dude, I can't wait for... Uh, what the fuck is Michonne's name? Uh, I can't remember. I don't remember. But she's going to be... Her and Lupita Nyong'o, and this is going to be as the Dora Milaje or his uh, little sidekicks or his bodyguards. Wow. I'm, I like this. Uh, this is very promising. This is a very good move for Marvel. Uh, Black Panther teaser trailer. We're going to wrap up the show like that. You can't wrap it up any better, nope. listener. Uh, look, thanks for listening. I want you to check out some of the other shows I'm on. One is called Sketching Comedy, uh, where we're live on YouTube. It's me and another artist, Phil Rude, and our host, Carrie mm-hmm. Sims, right? We talk about comic book artists while me and Phil are drawing live during the show. And at the end of the show, we each have a drawing uh, kind of about what we were talking about. So it's got a visual component and an audio component, and you, and everyone learns about. I'm usually the one geeking out and giving all the comic book info, but uh, the host Carrie Sims does a good job of research. She learns a lot, and then check out Trivia Geeks, Jimmy. They'd let me host a trivia podcast. Oh shit! How much fun can that be? A lots They're, of fun. They are pretty brave. They are pretty brave. Again, you can watch it on YouTube or subscribe to the podcast. It's me. We got team captains and different celebrity guests every week, and it's a it's just an unpredictable fucking filthy. Uh, uh, Good time. All right. It's very foul. Uh, Jimmy, where can the listener find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bard uh, underscore Brian. Spell that. B-A-R-D underscore B-R-E-H-O-N. Right on. And uh, you can read all of my stuff uh, for A Place to Hang Your Cape on, you know, just 
ap2hyc.com. <laughs> the H stands for H. <laughs> and uh, it's under the name Bard Brayen. Okay, so that's like your pseudonym that's my writing pen name. name. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Very so good. There's competing claims on my name well, and image. But that look, listen. It's not me. So. Uh, Jack Kirby, I believe, Stan Lee, uh, mm-hmm. all these guys, that's not their names. No. They all changed their names. Uh, the early guys all changed their names. It's the thing no. you do. It's a- it's, and, and I would come on here and be like, hey, you know, just have me on here as Bard, but. Knowing Imran, he'd blow my secret identity in like the first five minutes. It's too so, late. I'm glad yeah, no. that was too much pressure. I'm glad you didn't. Yep. I can't keep shit secret, people. Rugs, where's your secret lair? Where can the people find oh. you? Well, right now I'm in the basement. Yes. But uh, you can find me on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy, where I will be uh, tweeting ads for my new yogurt that has probolactin. Probolactin. It's the new brand of Activia yeah. sponsored yep. by Rugboy. Yes. Make sure you get All the right. prophylactic Greek yogurt. Make cherries. sure you get yes. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis to to plug that for you. Yeah, I think, I think she would be. <laughs> you won't get pregnant. You won't. You eat this yogurt. You won't get pregnant. get pregnant. That is a genius product. Someone yep. should have invented. Thanks yes. for listening, uh, you guys. Just subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Visit jockandnerd.com slash one seventy for show notes for everything we talked about, and of course, as always, tell a friend. Spread the geekery. Subscribe someone. Go up to someone and just do this. Talking nerd. And then run away twirling. Always twirling. Give him a dollar a month on Patreon, you cheap bastard. Or 20 bucks a month. Or 20, 20 bucks like Joe Henry. But look, Jimmy, we, we will take anything. I am a anything. broke-ass college student. That's why. I've got, I can cough up a little every I can, month. Look, you can you, too. Did you hear that, listener? A broke-ass college student is supporting us on Patreon. You should be ashamed of yourself. Should be. Get on there, jockandnerd.com for links to everything. Thanks for listening to the podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Jimmy. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll catch you next time. Booyah! Booyah, kasha. Buck, buck. Nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative. It gets the crowd going. It gets them hype for some reason. And you just go, uh, what? Yeah. Do like a DMC, uh, DMX. Put off the red Friday, you motherfuckers. Friday, you bitches. Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Get your hand off my penis!